No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we look at Psalm 73, where Asaph almost stumbled when he considered the prosperity of the wicked. But when he entered the Lord's sanctuary, he understood their end and his glory. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Darrell continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Psalm 73 is the second psalm credited to Asaph, one of David's chief musicians. It deals with something common to people, envy and covetousness. Psalm 73. Truly, God is good to Israel, to such as are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost stumbled. My steps had nearly slipped. For I was envious of the boastful. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Asaph begins with a foundational truth. God is good to Israel. God is good to us. You see, it is important to have foundational truths that we fall back on when there are things that we don't understand. No matter what happens, I know God is good. I know that he loves me. I know that he is ultimately going to work out everything for good in my life. Do you have those foundational truths? And if not, what are your foundational truths? This entire psalm is about how Asaph almost stumbled. He was on a slippery slope. He almost yielded to temptation. His problem was that his eyes were on the proud and the wealthy. He envied their prosperity. Life was good for them. They had no problems. But he was in the pits It seems to be human nature that the grass is always greener on the other side. We easily envy what someone else has. And envy leads to covetousness and being discontent. For there are no pangs in their death, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, nor are they plagued like other men. To Asaph, it seemed that the wicked suffer no pains in death at all. They are strong throughout all their days, and then one day they go to bed and simply never wake up. They don't suffer trouble as other people do. Now, that is a lie, because the wicked do have troubles. In fact, the way of the wicked is hard. But when Satan tempts us, he lies to us. He distorts our vision. We see the bait, but not the hook. We see the immediate fun, but not the eternal punishment. Therefore, we draw false conclusions. Therefore, pride serves as their necklace. Violence covers them like a garment. Their eyes bulge with abundance. They have more than heart could wish. They scoff and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walks through the earth. So Asaph said, They wear pride, like a beautiful woman would wear a jeweled necklace. In fact, they are even proud about their pride. They clothe themselves in violence. That is how they get 
whatever they want. They gather money and possessions and have more than they could ever use, more than even their heart could desire. They scoff at men and speak wickedly, delighting in oppressing others and taking advantage of them. They have no fear of God, but blaspheme his name. And their tongues walk through the earth. I think what that means is that they are careless in what they say. They spread their opinions abroad with little or no thought of what harm they may cause. Therefore, his people return here and waters of a full cup are drained by them. And they say, how does God know? And is their knowledge in the Most High? Behold, these are the ungodly who are always at ease. They increase in riches. So they drain the waters of a full cup. I think that speaks of wanton self-indulgence and conspicuous consumption. I mean, how many houses do you really need? They assume that God either does not see what they are doing or does not care. They disregard God and feel that they have to give no accountability to him. And yet, though they are godless, they increase in riches. The rich get richer while the godly get poorer. Verse 13, Surely I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocence. For all day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I had said, I will speak thus. Behold, I would have been untrue to the generation of your children. Now, this was the great temptation for Asaph. This is where his feet almost slipped. He concluded that his efforts to live a godly, righteous life were in vain. He denied himself the desires of his flesh. For what reason? I mean, why should he care about pleasing God when all it did was to bring him more trouble? Meanwhile, the people who were living for themselves, living for their pleasures, were loving life. Now, Asaph's saving grace was that he considered what the effect would be if he spoke out his thoughts. What would the people think who heard Asaph leading them in worship? How would he offend and stumble them? Asaph had the presence of mind to think about what he was thinking before he said it out loud. We would all be wise to follow that. I have never regretted the thing I didn't say, but I have regretted many things that I have said in a rash or thoughtless way. If you would be wise, then think about what impact your words will have on others before you say them. Better to bite your tongue than to loose it and cause irreparable damage. I know people who in one fit of rage and an unbridled tongue have ruined their marriage and all their apologies could never win it back. When I thought how to understand this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Surely you set them in slippery places. You cast them down to destruction. Oh, how they are brought to desolation as in a moment. They are utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream when one awakes. So, Lord, when you awake, you shall despise their image. 
Just the thought of these things pained Asaph. He couldn't make sense of it. He didn't understand how this could be. There are many things in life that we won't understand. There are many things that won't seem fair. And we don't know why God would allow it. We can't see what good it will possibly serve. That failure to understand can lead to doubt and to sin. But then Asaph went into the sanctuary of the Lord. He experienced the Lord's presence. For him, this was a portal to eternity. It opened a window for him to gaze into the future. And that should be the effect of us entering the sanctuary of the Lord. Whether we do this in our personal devotions or in a church service, we need to draw near to God so that he may give us his divine perspective. We must behold the invisible things so that we can then properly see the visible things. Entering the sanctuary for Asaph put things in the right perspective. Asaph's feet had almost slipped, but in reality, it was the feet of the wicked who were on a slippery slope. Any moment, they would slip and fall into the pit of destruction. One moment, they would live in prosperity, and the next moment, they would be cast down and utterly consumed with terrors. Their life that seemed so substantial was in fact merely a fantasy a figment of the imagination. It would be quickly forgotten as one forgets a dream when he wakes up. Thus my heart was grieved, and I was vexed in my mind. I was so foolish and ignorant. I was like a beast before you. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold me by my right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterward receive me to glory." Asaph's heart had been grieved and his mind troubled. He probably lost sleep because he was so fixated on the wicked. How many times are we needlessly troubled over the sinful actions of others? We should not let that rob us of our joy, peace, and sleep. Asaph confessed that he had been foolish and ignorant. All his envy, anxiety, and complaining had accomplished nothing and it had kept him ignorant of God's manifold blessings in his life. Now he realized that he's always with God and God is always with him. You know, I can think of no greater comfort in this life than to know that God is always with us, that he will never leave us or forsake us. Jesus is called Emmanuel, God with us. The wicked would suddenly slip into destruction But God upheld Asaph with his right hand. Jesus added to this that no one can snatch us out of his hand. Even if we stumble and fall, he will pick us up because we belong to him. And God guides us with his wonderful counsel. The proud and prosperous man of this world has only his own understanding as his guide. But the greatest blessing of all is that after this life, God would receive Asaph in glory. We should meditate on this truth often. These light and momentary afflictions are not worthy to be compared to the eternal weight of glory that is ours in Christ Jesus. 
Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For indeed, those who are far from you shall perish. You have destroyed all those who desert you for harlotry. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. Who compares with the Lord? There's no one like him. He is our strength and our portion forever. And it is good for us to draw near to him. For the Bible says that if we will draw near to him, he will draw near to us. Asaph began this psalm stating the foundational truth of the goodness of God. And he ended it by magnifying the Lord's works. God works in us so that we may then declare his works to others. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. Tomorrow, we'll see where Asaph prays that God will remember Israel. The enemy has destroyed the sanctuary. How long will they reproach and blaspheme? We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.